This is a public service announcement brought to you by Famouski Sports. The hosts of the Ricky Williams Trilogy are not quote football experts or football analysts. The hosts are fans. Duke Thompson, Moose, and John B. Easy live on the crossroads of fandom and sports. The hosts of the shows do not have intentions to offend, but it may happen. If you are offended, please stay calm and keep listening to the podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ricky Williams Trilogy Podcast, hosted by Duke Thompson, John B. Easy Durnell, and Seamus the Moose Anderson. We are Blinded by Fandom. Oh yeah, what's that smell? That smell be the Ricky Williams trilogy. That's what that smell is. There are all three of us here today. You've got John B. Easy Durnell, Duke Thompson, and of course, Seamus the Moose Anderson. Here we are, folks, right after a draft. That's right. Round after round, pick after pick. We're going to talk about all of them. (laughs) No, we're not. But we will at least talk about the first round because that's what's fun. That's what's exciting. That's the stuff that we speculate the most upon. We don't sit around and talk about, oh, man, this sixth round pick here by the Lions. That might be the one, folks. That might be the one. No one ever talks about that. Now, if that person does become the one, everyone will be like, my God, how did they know? But we don't talk about those. People. We never know, man. I mean, look, we do with Tom Brady, the greatest. No, yeah. we don't remember Tom Brady. He was a bum, dude. Back I don't remember in when that motherfucker was picked. But he became great. He became uh, great. Yes, he did through uh, a Brazilian wife and prayer. All right. Anyway, so l- let's get on. Hey, to man, the next if, if that's all you need, man, when they sign me up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're running into a bunch of Brazilian women up there in Federal Way, Washington. <laughs> I'll find them. Man. I'm I'll sure you them. would. All right. Well, but you also need some prayer. All right. Now let's go talk about the draft, everybody. Uh, I know we, we want to talk about, you know, our teams and their picks. I mean, my team didn't even have a pick, but let's just just do it. I mean, there's not that many picks in the first round only but a little over 30. So we can start here at the bottom and kind of work our way back up and see if any you know if any of these seemed interesting to you. Now I have an interesting pick near the bottom that I thought uh seemed a bit on the stranger side, but I guess that just tells us the direction the Saints plan on going in. The Saints 28th pick decided to go with a little defensive end coming out of Houston. Did not care at all to beef up this offense or even consider possibly a quarterback because i guess they know which way they're going with good old Jameis winston um he got his his eyes fixed he's good man he's good he's got his eyes fixed all right well since he's got his eyes fixed it's time to work on that defense which was well constantly getting gashed uh we were first going to go over to duke thompson here duke how do you like this pick out of the saints i like the kid i watched some tape on him you know, I like to coming out of Houston, small college. He has something to prove. You know, I mean, I like that. I like it, man, because, you know, these kids, man, you know, they ain't going to get no TV time. We bet a lot on Houston, and they let us down a few times. But I ain't going to blame him. I'll blame the coach. Well, it's hard to blame just one defensive end. It's not like he can control everything in the game. <laughs> like I said, the Saints, like you said, the Saints were getting gashed last year. 
Um, they got the quarterback. They really need Except to. Except for when they played the Bears. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> Poor Trubisky. Oh, they showed that to children. What about you, Moose? How do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It was so the Saints were definitely trying to move up for a cornerback, um, whether it be JC Horn or Patrick Sertan. Um, or at least that was the word coming through right before the draft. Um, I think it's a good pick. I, I don't know a ton about the kid, but I know that he's got, uh, from the tape I've watched, he's got really, t- uh, you know, active hands. Um, he's got great length over the ball. Um, I mean, he's disruptive. I, I, I my feeling is that when you play Tom Brady twice a year with the offense he has, you kind of have to, you have to have more than enough pass rushers. I think it was a great pick. Um, I don't, I, the the defensive ends in this draft, boys. I don't know if you felt the same way. I didn't feel like they were as tout touted as they normally normally are. I mean, I felt like when we packed uh, picked Christian. Uh, Barmore, I thought we got a steal. Um, so this kid must be good if he was taken in the first round. They must see something they really like. Um, I mean, I think he tied Aaron Donald uh, for second in sacks um, for 13 and a half or something like that. I don't know. Whatever it was, um, whatever stat I saw, um, he looks good. It's a good pick. I, I think they need to beef up that defense with the teams they're playing. All right, all right. It's so funny because, you know, I just I love setting you up. Um, is because you, you you fell right into it because the next pick number no you fell right into it because I I was going I was I was kind of leaning into this because he had mentioned that the Saints were looking around for a cornerback yeah cornerback well the very next pick number twenty nine going out of the Green Bay Packers well they decided to go with a cornerback coming out of Georgia which is not at all what Aaron Rodgers was whining and crying about. He was whining and crying about his offense needing some help. They went and helped the defense. Now, again, you just mentioned that they were trying to get a corner for the Saints. The Saints passed on a corner, and Green Bay went and got one and still didn't help the offense and and Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, Let me first start by saying that I'd be pissed too if I was Aaron Rodgers. Before you get going, <laughs> before before Duke gets going, I know I know Duke has things to say about Aaron Rodgers, but to be honest with you, I'd fucking want to hightail it out of there too, dude. Like they have not given him any help in the past six years at all. They took a fucking rookie. They they took a fucking running back last year that didn't play at all. I think they took one wide receiver in this draft, I believe, in the sixth round. I could be very wrong there, but uh, fact check me. I think it was a late round. Doesn't fucking matter. This is just unbelievable. Like, I, I what, what are they doing? And, and like, the thing is too is this kid Eric Stokes. Uh, he came in. I think he was like the tenth rated cornerback. It's, it's like, it's like wild as to what they're doing. Just before that, the last two taken were Caleb Farley. And Greg Newsom uh, Jr. Like I just don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Now they're saying last year they pick they move up in the first round to pick a QB oh, in Jordan uh, Love. Just 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 to to clarify, they did get a wide receiver. He's third round. That's the guy from Clemson. I, I thought it was a little higher than. Oh that. oh, Clemson man. Yeah, well, I, I would. Well, I don't go. I don't go to wide receivers for Clemson, man. Oh, no, yeah, they've had a few. That. They've had a few. I mean, they they they're just now recently getting into the wide receiver game. They're 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 figuring it out. But I mean, yeah, it's I just fucking I, stupid. Like, uh, dude, there were so many fucking. There were so many people on the goddamn board in round two. Like, I, I just don't. 
I don't really understand what their plan is. Last year, they pick a quarterback first round, move up to get him. And then now they're saying Aaron Rodgers is the guy long term. I mean, the, what what could you possibly what could you possibly fucking mean well, with five I mean, picks they, to they, go? Elijah Moore is taken and Elijah Moore is a talent. Elijah Moore would work perfectly in that system. I just don't fucking understand at all. It, the Green Bay Packers are the worst organization in 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 fucking NFL. I don't care how many wins they have compared to the Browns, compared to everybody else. It's a fucking joke when you have two quarterbacks like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and you win fucking two goddamn Super Bowls in 25 years. It's an absolute fucking disgrace. Uh, if I was a Packers fan, I'd, I'd leave. I'd go to fucking Canada and I'd become a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. Let me say this. This is just, you know, coming from a spoiled child who has was born into greatness. You know, me and John, we only see the greatness. Moose was born into the greatness, man. You know, so six, he's talking shit like two and 25 years. I mean, look at the other teams, man. Fucking Titans haven't got one in fucking 25 years, dude. Browns It's hard. It's hard to do that. That's all. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers is a bitch. Okay. That's all. He's being a little baby. Yeah, but yeah, but here's here's the thing. You, like, just like Bane said, you think darkness is your ally, but you were merely adopted by the dark. Fucking Aaron Rodgers was born into it. Like he was born in that's such a shitty organization. I'm I'm listen, with the amount of talent they've had at the quarterback level, there is absolutely no way two Super Bowls in 25 years is like actually an accomplishment. I think it's the opposite. I think you're fucking stupid. Maybe. Maybe because you know what? At the end of the day, we got all these stats that people love throwing out there saying that, oh, he's the greatest, the blah, blah, blah. You know what? How I measure fucking greatness is by fucking shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's not his fault it's, that they haven't like, won any. Okay, man. Like, look, man, Terry Bradshaw got three rings. Terry Bradshaw can shove it up his hoop dry style, dude. I'm so sick of hearing about him. Why? He called he called Aaron Rodgers weak. That's a fucking joke. He is weak, dude. He is fucking weak. You know what? Tom Brady ain't weak. He fucking quit eating strawberries for life because he fucking wanted to win a championship. You're going to hear me say this. You're going to hear me say this this one time, and then I'll never say it again. Tom Brady would have won maybe one to two championships if he had not had the fucking defenses he had, this is the only time I'll say that. Dude, well, you actually, the Giants, if you didn't play fucking Lucky Eli twice, you would have had fucking two and probably would have fucking been undefeated. Well, the, the, fir- the first one was definitely a defense. Well, yeah, he was a rookie. So what? I mean, Aaron Rodgers was pretty fucking young when he won his first one, wasn't he? Uh, I'm- yeah, but he didn't win that on his defense. I mean, not, I mean, he had some good defensive players. That is definitely for sure on that team, but. He still had to throw the ball a little bit to win that Super Bowl. Yeah, that was what I guess the Steelers, correct? I believe. I uh, so, I mean, like that was Tomlin shit. It's like, dude, I've never defended Aaron Rodgers. Can I just say I've never defended him? But in this instance, in this instance, I absolutely am going to. Because first off, you have to play in the fucking coldest stadium in the goddamn country, and you're not winning fucking state. You're not winning championships, and it's none of your fault. Hey, 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 you know what? Here's a sad trombone for you, Gary. It's cold outside. It's cold outside. I can't play cold outside. Boo-hoo. It's fucking football, dude. Okay, and fucking Tom Brady played in the cold. 
Yeah, again, dude, our defenses were stacked. Like, I'm not going to deny dude, that. Like, I understand that. Maybe the first couple, but Tom Brady took the reins and became a fucking champion. I don't disagree that he didn't put the work in, but he still was never as talented as Aaron Rodgers. Like, dude. That's what I mean, dude. And at the end of the day, if I can, and Tom Brady may not have the talent, but he got it fucking done. And if, like, if right now, if I had to pick and choose a last drive of the fucking game, I ain't going Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm absolutely going Tom Brady is it. Yeah. 10th, yeah. fucking 12th, 13th, 14th, dude. Because I feel like if he's having a bad day, he's going to take it out and do something stupid like lose. Yeah, he's a. I mean, dude, but like, even like the Green Bay Packers even had one coach for fucking 12, 13 seasons. Like, the fact that they couldn't figure it out in the front office is a joke. Like, you can't tell me it's all you. You're the one that's always saying this is a team sport, can't win with one guy. Well, then what the fuck are we doing here with Aaron Rodgers? Terry Bradshaw. I'm so sick of Terry Bradshaw. Why? Because, dude, Terry Bradshaw was on some of the greatest fucking football teams in the history of the NFL, man. And a steel curtain era, dude. So I think the man knows something about. Oh, he knows something about football back when my fucking dad was a teenager, dude. Be easy. Can we get can we get something from you? Be easy. I need some fucking realism. All right. Well, okay. Let's let's calm down because again, you can't have a future without a past. Let's remember that, everybody. All right. <laughs> so, so, well, look, I'm not taking anyone's side here. We're just going to go. Why'd we even do this? <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I digress. Because the, because the two of you needed to have your little sword smack. We did. Other, okay. Our, well, Jesus. Well, let's talk about the Steelers since we were bad mouthing Terry Bradshaw. The Steelers, with the 24th pick, decided to go to Alabama and went for the running back, Harris. Uh, he had some very good games throughout the season. Might not have been the greatest of bowl games for him, but, you know, he did do well throughout the season. Now, the Steelers did have little to no running game. What are we thinking about this pick here? Do you think this is going to give Big Ben what he needs to pursue Another chip. I, I'm, I'm okay. We talk about this all the time, right? This is a passing league, correct? Well, but you got you got to have a steady run game, though. To, to I understand, I understand that, man. But I felt like you can get a running back who's serviceable if you can get uh, your receivers the ball, like Mahomes, man. He gets in the ball no matter what, even if he's falling off sideways. I mean, you can throw fucking you back there, John. Get get a yard here now, there, man. You good? <laughs> Thank I you. just, I, I don't just, think I can take the hits, but I appreciate it. I, I think you could at least for a day. I mean, Moose for a, for, a, for the I think Moose could take a hit. Oh no, not now. Maybe a few years ago, but I think my bladder yeah. would just explode. I would just crumble yeah. into a million pieces. I don't even know if I have bones anymore. I'm just a bag of milk, dude. I I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, the, the I'm just a that, giant Irish bag of milk. I, I'm like just one of those kids on the, you know, like the milk cartons that's missing. Just my entire bodily ooh. structure is missing. <laughs> just old, old softy is what they call it. Yeah, man, I don't know if I could take a, a professional hit now. I mean, if it's an ankle tackle, yeah, it's fine. Oh, my ankle, <laughs> my ankle's literally blowing out of proportion. My foot might come off, dude. I don't know. I still play hey, hockey, but like. Come- 
and I've taken some shots, but I don't know. I, I, I always think about how these motherfuckers are crazy for being like in their thirties, just still rocking bodies. It's wild to me. Anyways. Hey, well, you know, their firm bodies will be put to the test this season. Uh, but these are 20 year olds. Right. So these yeah, they're are fun. Young, so, so big, young, young so big ben, man. So big Ben and I is getting them running back. He is. He is. He is getting. He's getting the help that he was asking for. Uh, but, and, uh, but still, they're good. Like big Ben. What do you mean? But still, he at least got the help he asked for. Aaron exactly Rogers because the Steelers aren't the shittiest organization to be in. Twenty five. Steelers are. The Steelers are being polite right now because they don't have. They don't have the future. They just asked Big Ben to restructure his contract. So this has to be Big Ben's last year. So I think drafting a running back is good because that way, if this kid can get a couple years in before you draft a rookie or bring somebody else in, build young, man. I thought I would like to see the Steelers get younger on offense, especially. And, and also to give Juju some help because he obviously can't do it. Uh, he's not a number one guy by himself, so. I would like to see that. I like to see that. But, you know, hey, man, I think it's a good solid pick. You know? Yeah. Alabama has a great history of running backs. So This is true. This is true. And he will probably at least be serviceable, at least good enough to get them a little bit more down the field than they were getting last Mark year. It down, mark backs. it down right now. Najee Harris will be a top 12 running back next year. Guaranteed. Ooh, guaranteed dude the kid the kid is just like if you, you think he's gonna be better I, than what was his name etienne oh yeah well you know what that's that's different too though because etienne is is gonna have his boy and trevor lawrence very different circumstances i think etienne will be a fantastic running back but i think Najee harris is put in a in a spot where he's got a seasoned veteran um, quarterback in, in Roethlisberger. Um, they still have most of their offense back. I mean, they're really good. That offense is just one or two steps away. From- I mean, but they are losing the center. I mean, they, they're losing. I mean, Pouncey is gone, so that's... Yeah, but that, that stuff can... Losing. I mean, that stuff can be, can be fixed. The, the thing about this kid is that he can catch the ball. In the last two years of his um, Alabama career, because he did finish, he he played up until his senior year, he had, uh, he had 70 receptions which is no slouch that's that's really good numbers and he had 11 uh touchdowns in that two-year span uh, i think it's a really good pick man this this absolutely fills the need for running back after james connor um signed with arizona pittsburgh averaged the fewest yards per carry in the nfl last year and the running backs with 100 or more carries only had uh a lower yards per carry average than benny snell it's it, like they were just trash last year they also signed kalen balage so uh, i mean i i think I think he steps into an RB one slot immediately. He is immediately their starter. Oh, he has to be You're right. Oh, where, yeah, where ATN, he's got to step behind a guy and he will play. Don't get me wrong. He will absolutely play with his boy. But I mean, James Robinson last year was lights out. It, exactly. Yeah. Now I, that one kind of shocked me that they went first round running back after you have already probably one of the best or Least best up. I mean, top five running back, back all around last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, easily top five. But I will say up and coming. You know, what I'm saying like he didn't do everything right, but he was doing things very well. Uh, so to go and get another running back immediately kind of was a head scratcher for me. Now, again, I know you got a guy who was playing with your quarterback, uh, so maybe it'll give him some comfort there. Uh, but I just don't know if that was necessary, and that they could have found. 
other ways to give him help and support on the offense. Do you side. think that Trevor Lawrence himself had anything to do with that pick? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do as well because because the here's the thing. They already told him he was going to be on the team like well before the draft. Well, well before- which prob- which is probably inappropriate and should be considered tampering, but I guess it's not. So I guess if you have the first pick, you could just tell the first person you're going to be on the team, and I guess it's not tampering because no one can pick ahead of you, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, he knew where he was going, so I'm sure he put in some influence, and that's why he got his man. Yeah, man, it's just like bringing the boys back, man. You know, he, uh, some camaraderie. They're, like, they're going to be team leaders on offense, man. I mean, I kind of support it. It's such an Urban Meyer thing to do, so – I really wasn't surprised. Yeah, dude, if Tebow joins the team, dude, I'm going yeah. to That is the most Urban Meyer fucking thing in the world. And I'm getting a Tebow jersey if he does. Yeah, you know what, though? I will say. That Tebow teal. I, I, will, I will say, without even playing a goddamn snap, without even going to a camp, hasn't put on a jersey, hasn't put on a girdle, socks, nothing. The Jacksonville Jaguars are already listening to Trevor Lawrence more than the Green Bay Packers have to Aaron Rodgers in his entire career. Well, yeah, but but yeah, but see, here's the thing, dude. I'm not good. Good thing or bad thing, better or worse. But here's the thing, dude. I'm not. You know this better than anybody else that they should not be giving the keys to the Ferrari to an ignorant child. Now, like they, they did with Baker. Baker. Yeah, with Baker. I knew you were gonna go there. They gave him the keys. They gave my Baker. God, he destroyed that team. They had to take the. They had to take the keys from him. What do you mean? What, dude? Kitchens was had sauce stains on his shirt. <laughs> dude, I, I, totally like, forgot, I, I totally forgot that guy even existed, man. I mean, right. I was just thinking about last year how good he was. Like, wow, he really to the corner. Oh, man, dude, that Kitchens guy, dude. Yeah, I don't even know how he that talk. Kitchens guy he goes. They gave him the keys to the Ferrari. They're like, this is yours. And he was like, let's bring in kitchens. And they're like, okay. And then that shit fell apart. That was just bad for office decisions too. Like, really? Kitchens wasn't even that good of a fucking tornado when he was. But, but they like, gave Baker the choice. They, 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 I know. They and clearly that let him choice. decide. So I don't know if it's always best to let someone decide who's just getting into the NFL. All right. I, that's all I'm saying. It's like. I know that's your boy, and he did well with you in the college game. But are you sure it's going to do well with you? I mean, look at the Jaguars. This completely from scratch. So you want to build a solid foundation. They're not starting completely from scratch. That wide receiver core is pretty stout. I do wish, I do wish though, that they gave him uh, another, like a tight end or something. But that's you know, that's neither here nor there. You have lost your mind, but Tebow uh, coming in, man. Tebow. Okay, Tebow. you've lost your mind. But hey, but I, I'm not saying it's a terrible pick. I'm just also not completely in love with it. It's, but if, but but if it becomes a dual running back situation where they got Bam Bam and they're really giving the pressure away from uh, Trevor and he has a, a lot of chances to like learn the how, game. How is this? How's his catching game, man? Is he good out of the backfield? Like with catching? Well, well Najee Harris or Etienne? No, 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 no. Travis. Etienne, yes. Yeah, Etienne. Um, I think he was at least decent. I mean, he had to be good enough for Trevor Lawrence to be like, I want to still keep throwing to him, you know? So 
I, 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 it, it has to be at least a familiarity there that will work out, which, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see what's going to happen in Jacksonville because the league is more entertaining when that black and teal actually means something. Um, just, just real quick. He had, um, 102 receptions in his entire career and 17 of them were in the first two years. So to answer your question, yeah, the dude can catch the ball for sure. I'll just, I'll just be interested to yeah. see how they Jaguars uh, coaching strategy with uh, Trevor in the first year. Are they really going to design an offense around him? Obviously, dude. Urban Meyer, Urban, Urban Meyer isn't that smart. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they try. I mean, they try to give the man a lot of credit, but he's not. No, that. no that's what I'm saying. I think that he's that dumb to where he would totally just be like, "No, Trevor." You was do it my way. I'm Urban Meyer. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But let's talk about some interesting picks that are just like it's like some teams just stay boring, and I think this is why the Minnesota Vikings with the twenty third pick went and got a nice little offensive tackle come out of Virginia Tech. Is that really all that you guys need? Is just some offensive line? Because let's be honest, man, Kirk Cousins is trash. Like you really need to think more on the fact that like you. you Maybe give him a, 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 a tight end, a wide receiver. I got Jefferson. Well, I know, but that's and, and feeling, and that sure didn't seem to be enough. So let's yeah. uh, you got to figure out something, man. Like, like I don't think an offensive tackle is the problem because you know what? You got a running back that was gashing people for over two hundred yards and whatnot. If he's that good. Of an offensive tackle, I agree with. I don't know his stats. I don't know where he fits, but if he's that good, he also hey. came from Virginia Tech, which was a team that was not wowing people with stats. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of strangeness. Uh, I felt like you could, if he wasn't that great, you could get him in the second or third round easily. I mean, you could you can build up an offensive tackle. I mean, like, if you're going left tackle in the draft, yeah, you go first round. But if he's just like a offensive line, dude, and not a Nah. Yeah, you're right, man. That's damn boring, dude. Yeah. They, they they just they just like to stay boring, which I'm not I'm not sure about. But you know, there's a team that went a little funky fresh. Team that I claimed needed a quarterback. And you know what? They went and they beefed up their secondary. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans did exactly what I thought they would do or said they needed to do, but well, the Duke's not happy. Before we get to the Duke and him pitching and moaning about his team trying. We'll go first to the Moose. Moose, the Titans at the 22 pick decided to go with another Virginia Tekken. They went with the corner position. Now, this gentleman has gone through some surgeries. Uh, and that's uh-huh. Duke's main. Oh, oh, hey now, hey now. And that's Duke's main concern. But surgeries happen. These men put themselves through a lot. We'll first go with you, Moose. What do you have to say? I think it was a perfect pick. I told you that they were going to pick them, Duke. If I remember correctly, I said Caleb Farley will be your pick, and I was right. And I think it was. We'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. You may, yeah, you may have to check the tape. Um, I think I I don't know if I gave a complete a name, but I did say cornerback myself or a secondary. Yeah, I did mention that's what you needed because that shit was being embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was just in my opinion for that position was the steal of the draft at that point. Um, He was the only player that opted out last year that like got moved back. And it was because of a minor surgery that many people have had before. Um, The Titans just released a Dory Jackson. 
Um, a knee injury limited their second rounder, uh, Christian Fulton, to six games. Malcolm Butler and Desmond King left. Um, Janoris Jenkins is here now. I think it's a perfect. I think it's a perfect pick. I think he is going to completely rejuvenate that defensive backfield. I, I know it seems a little premature to say that. That's fine. I think this kid is the real deal. And again, uh, a rare blend of size, length, and and he has blaring speed. I think it was a perfect pick for you guys. I I appreciate that optimism. I really do, man. But like. Uh, this it's not like me and John going out and getting back surgery. You know, I mean, John's over, he's very athletic over there. He'd bounce back, you know, and I could probably bounce back. This is a man that's had two back surgeries at a young age of 22. Uh, football is a very, very rough sport. And I would kind of like the, my players that I'm drafting, not have fucking injuries before you come in to play in a, a big boys league. Wait a second, but you had a you had like a few years back your 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 first round pick was already injured. ACL, yeah, I was worried about that too, man. But he came in, it became in like a monster. ACL is a lot different now than a fucking back surgery, man. Right. Back surgeries are a toll. It takes a toll, and I just like look. I seen the kid's talent, man. Yeah, he's spectacular. Got a right fucking attitude. Was asking for the playbook. It's just. I'm tired of taking risk after fucking up the Panda pick last year. And, and that, that was just a wasted first round pick. I was really kind of wanting to go. Maybe somebody that we know would come out immediately. Like the uh, Elijah guy from my uh, old miss, like let's address, like, let's get like that fucking stud, man. I just like this, his injuries, man, just concerned me, man. Cause we, we've seen this league be fucking, Terrible, terrible to people's bodies, man. That's all. I mean, I'm not excited. We got another great guy in the second, third round on a cornerback. So it's just like, I just wanted more oomph, John. Like, yeah, like, let's go get. I'm, so, I'm sorry that I don't, I'm sorry there wasn't enough oomph in that pick. I mean, you are getting the 22nd pick. You're not going to get a lot of oomph behind it, but you are get, but you are getting what you needed. But you were getting what you needed. That is what I your understand, team needed. dude. And I would, I might have wanted to go in with the fucking kid from Georgia, though, man. If he's gonna just be a solid guy, dude. I don't know. It's just that I'm afraid for his fucking back because all right, all right. that's, that's true. Yeah, you could have got what's his name? What is it? Stokes, that Green Bay guy. So, yeah, dude. I mean, like I'm just saying. Like I understand the whole. The people are saying this guy could be a generational talent. That's cool. But after fucking up a last year's panda pick, yeah, I felt like this is not a good go. I mean, this the the upside for the win is big. This is like a hundred to one bet. Who knows? So I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys traded your pick to get an offensive tackle, which you needed. So it's pick. true, it's true. And then our picks in the second round, I was not mad at. But we're not going to get into that because who gives a shit about the second round? The second round, yeah. Now, I mean, now let's move right on up real quick to your uh, rival in the division. The Colts uh, went and got a defensive end coming out of Michigan in pain. Um, honestly, I really like that pick for them. Uh, their defense, while good, could have been better, um, especially with their pass rush. If they get something out of this kid early, I mean, damn, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be something to be a. Uh, Reckoned with. What do you think about that? Movie? Well, first off, I absolutely love Quiddy Pay. Um, he's from Rhode Island. 
Uh, for anybody that doesn't know his story, Jesus Christ, another Rhode Island. Okay, wait, do you wait? <laughs> I mean, like, that, that's just utter disrespect. Do you guys not know his story? Why would we he's know all the story over NFL all Rhode fucking Island. week long? How do you not know his story, dude? His mother escaped Guinea. She was a war refugee of the Civil War. His grandfather was killed in. Oh. They moved to Rhode Island and he promised his mama the bag. And guess that what? Guy. He fucking got of that bag. She's retired now. He did. We're he did. all immediately Quiddy Pay fans, man. And I'm so happy for this kid. He worked his balls off at B- Bishop Hendrickson, uh, where my cousin goes now and plays football and basketball. Not a big deal. Um, and yeah, no, this kid's awesome, dude. He's an unbelievable player. He just has a burst of speed and a change of direction um, that, you know, we didn't see in many DNs in this draft he he's easily the best defensive end in this draft and he's going to a defense that's already stout and they have players that are just going to build him up dude and he's going to make he's going to make an immediate impact like Rashawn Gary was nasty when he came out of Michigan now you think he was better than Phillips I, I do yeah you think he was better yeah, okay. I do. I think I think Quiddy Pay first off I'm just a massive fan of this kid um I mean Jay I just think I I don't know I just if I felt from the tapes Phillips just looks stronger as far as like you know what you're gonna need in the in the NFL like like he looked like he had more push and leverage. I w- I wouldn't that, disagree but. with that. I'm I'm also like I was gonna say an absolute homer for this kid. So I'm just gonna pick like I'll be dead ass <laughs> like I'm just gonna pick this kid over everything. All but. right, all right, fair enough. I got you. Yeah, man. Well, okay. I gotta say, fuck the Colts. Okay, my lord. Yeah, I say this, this boy's mother did so much for him. No, it's only against the Colts, not him. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this this pick does make them the defense a lot fucking scarier. I would say. Don't know how good he is. I mean, really, I didn't even know they played football up in Rhode Island, man. Didn't even know Hen- Bishop Bishop oh, Hendrickson. Bishop <laughs> Hendrickson is like the he you know Will there? Blackman. Uh, Blackman played. Uh, he might have played for the Jags, but really it, the Redskins. He he was from Bishop Hendrickson. This is like the one. You mean the Washington yeah, the Washington football team. team. Sorry, but then they were the ra- they were okay. <laughs> they were the racist team when he played for him. So, um, but uh, okay. Okay. but yeah, no. So he came out of Bishop Hendrickson. It's like the only school in Rhode Island that's like ever produced baseball or football players or like any pro athletes for them. There's always got to be that one school, dude. Come on, you know how that is. Every. Every state has the one school where kids can go to learn to be an athlete. Well, actually, um, another yeah. another Rhode Island kid did get picked up after the draft as a wide receiver free agent for the Jets, and he got a $200,000 guaranteed contract with a $20,000 signing bonus. I don't know what the fuck the Jets are doing. That's a sick to undrafted dude. That's unreal. If you get two hundred thousand straight off, and then another twenty thousand for bonus, that's pretty nice, dude. I guess. Hey, I mean, look, he just earned himself a, a for sure spot on the practice squad, so he's going to get to taxi around. That's at least a good couple of years of work, you know. Yeah, so he gets, he gets to taxi. Yeah, um, gets- now, now, while we're going uh, on the subject of the Washington team, the team that you you spouted out earlier, uh, they made a pick that just it made me almost mildly erect. Um, they went and got more defense. A team that already has defense went and got more defense, which is just, you know, that's just what I love. I love good old hard-hitting football. And that's yeah. what Washington looks like they're going to be bringing, at least from here on out. Now, I don't know a lot about the boy coming out of Kentucky. You don't have to know much about him, man. 
He got yeah. drafted out of Kentucky. Exactly. Yeah, you get drafted out of the first round out of <laughs> Kentucky or Vanderbilt. Wait, was wasn't, wasn't there a QB that came out of Kentucky not too long ago? Who am I thinking of? Oh, oh no, no I was thinking of Mitch Trubisky. Round. Never mind. He came out of North Carolina. Okay. Never, oh, God. Never mind. Never mind. Jesus Christ. Sorry, that sorry. not who that was. I digress. No, it's all right. It's all right. That's disrespectful, man. Disrespectful. Uh, I'm sorry, Mitch. Get, Nickelodeon Player of the Year Award. My apologies, Mitch. Inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Uncalled for. He ought to play a Nickelodeon Player of the Game. He was the only one to win the award, so I assume it's of the year. So I guess, gosh, it's also Wild of the year. Slime Award. Word. Oh, man. Nah, well, either way, um, yeah, man, they went and got more defense, a team that already has plenty of defense. They're going to make it even stronger. I don't know if any of the teams uh, – in the East are going to be able to move the ball uh, against Washington. Now, can they move the ball? That will be a different question themselves. But if they can keep the scores low, they might have a chance. Well, if, if they bring back everybody like they did last year, and I believe they got that momentum. I mean, well, some of the guys on their team were so young, they can't go anywhere. Oh, I know. I'm just saying that, like. <laughs> I mean, Duke, most of their team is, like, second and third year. I, I totally get that. I'm just saying, like, the coaching staff, everybody just come back with that same attitude. Take, like, keep doing what you were doing because that's going to be a scary-ass defense, man. Right. I mean, like, they could be a contender if they could just get a fucking quarterback. Well, if they could just move the ball in any kind of way. Now, if they do get Aaron Rodgers, if they get Aaron Rodgers, like, yo, lights, it's done. It's done. Washington, Washington's about to own the NFC. He would, he would absolutely that's never go crazy. there. No, I mean, I don't he probably think. won't because it's very brown. It's a very brown city. It's dumb, man. It's skanky, man. I mean, he already plays no shitty fucking ownership. Why would he want to play for goddamn Dan Schneider? But see, here's the thing. Dan Schneider can keep everything. Yeah, he also media. bought the rest no, of the dude. owners out. So, like, he has full control now. Dude, yeah. but, dude, he is so shitty right now. Like, he is trying to stop the investigation by the NFL from going back to the case that they settled out of court because of all that little sexual harassment shit back in the day. Dude, they got to blow this team up, man. You got to get that stink off, dude. Come on, dude. When you got that kind of money, it's hard. To I know, it. man, because it's hard like, to be removed. I mean, they literally had to get audio footage of what's his name as the Clippers owner talking about he hated Magic Johnson, and that had to be the black that he hated. Like, if he hated just regular black people, they'd be I like, just hey, thought that he hated the Lakers. I just didn't know. No, no, no. He, he hated black people and Magic Johnson the most, apparently. He's like, don't you ever let that well, dirty black man into my... Dude, he was an old senile man, dude. They're of course get, he was. Of they're trying to was. get rid of his ass fucking for years. I know, I know, because he ran that team like a slumlord, dude. But like, So why can't we get rid of fucking Dan Snyder, man? He's been around. Because he's, he's not technically running the team like a slumlord. Like, <laughs> he isn't. And that's why they're letting him still be who he is. Like, if he ran the team like a slumlord. He's kidnapping women and ha- making them do sex and fucking Brazil, dude. Like, how much yeah, more? In Brazil, it was in Europe. Europe, or whatever. What they had, they had to have their passports to come back to America. Right. Yes, this was when they were playing the game in England or whatever. But uh, yeah, anyway. I'm just, it, just, I'm just like, it's just like this could be a really great team to cheer for, dude. I see a lot of upside with his pick. I just wish that they would get that stank of the owner away. Just act like you don't know who the owner is. I mean, for God's sakes, the Colts owner. I mean, loved Harry. Oh, dude, I say, yeah. So like, you know, the people, 
not every owner is a saint. We know that. I mean, hell, I mean, the Moose's owner likes getting handies in, in like, shady strip malls. No, I wasn't shady till they put the cameras in there and violated everybody's rights. No, but, I mean, it's still shady. <laughs> Can I get a hell, yeah? It's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Uncalled for. Totally. Well, here's let's go further into the draft here. We're going further up, and we're going to talk about Mr. I Think I Know Football. But I don't know. If Damn, Jeff I thought you were coming at me anymore. real quick. <laughs> I thought, I, I, thought oh, I don't know oh. if I was the only one. I was like, God damn, he's taking shots tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to take shots at Chucky here. Chucky with the number 16 pick, or excuse me, 17th pick, went with a player out of Alabama. You know, lately they've been only getting players out of either Alabama or Clemson. They have been very lazy about their drafting. But he went to Alabama yet again, went for an offensive lineman. I guess it's okay, but, like, no one was hot on this kid. So, like, why was he? (laughs) I don't understand it. Hey, man, this kid, man, he's a Florida kid out of Pensacola. He looked good, man. You know, because look, he got a what? They got Derek Carr that back there. So, Derek? I think is it Derek Carr? Or David? Are you guys oh, okay? Know. Yes, it is Derek Carr. What did you say, David? <laughs> I just no, 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 no. He said Derek, and I was like Derek. I was trying to, I was trying to confuse him just to see if he would go with. Derek. You got him good. You get you. You got me, dude. I was like, wait, what would he say? <laughs> Derek. Uh, yes, but uh, Alex Leatherwood, man, and I tell you, man, maybe just build up that line. Got a great running back, could really fucking use something. I didn't really feel like they had a lot of line issues last year. I feel like mostly because, like, what's his car was getting hit, but he was holding the ball for two. Yeah, but they, yeah, but Trent Brown didn't work out for him, and they paid that nah, man no, a no, shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It is very true. So I, I don't, I don't know if this is the best bet for them. I mean, it makes kind of. It it's a solid sense. pick. It's a solid. I pick. don't know if it's a solid pick. It's, he's, hey, look, he's, he's a big they boy from Alabama. Been, I think John Gruden just liked like the kid's name. He was like John Leatherwood. I like that boy's name. You know, you know, it give me, give me three taps if you're with like, me. Let's be honest. I, actually, guys, I would actually, I was actually about to say how great his name was before Leatherwood. And that's probably why he was picked up. And honestly, I know that's Gruden's mentality. He's just, he's not that bright. Like, because here's the thing, dude. There's probably better offensive linemen. And I'm an Alabama dude. I think there were better offensive linemen. Now, he can be kind of moved up and down the line. So, like, he can kind of play anywhere. But I don't think Gruden's going to do that. So, that's not why he got him. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm kind of a little baffled by this, knowing that, the team could have maybe gone running back because you already have one good running back that you kind of got injured because you used him to death. So maybe you get another good running back up in there. Maybe you can kind of do a dual threat so he can kind of last throughout the full season. You know, maybe something of that nature. Or maybe, I don't know, get a good wide receiver since your best wide receiver is still sitting in Dallas. You know, like, I don't understand what they're doing with this, but like, Maybe you can make some sense of it. In regards to taking Leatherwood here? Yeah, when they have real problems. I would say that the the only argument I would have is that 
the next great wide receiver to come up was probably Bateman. I mean, he definitely would have been a good pick. Him or Elijah Moore, I think both would have been great picks. But, dude, their offensive line has blown the fuck out. Like, they have no offensive line. They traded... Who was their center? They just traded to Arizona. They just traded like a great center to Arizona. Trent Brown didn't work out for him. I mean, they have an immediate need for offensive linemen, especially, especially within within the tackle position. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know if we're gonna see Leatherwood in the tackle position immediately. They're gonna have to buff up somehow. But um, I feel like for what they got here. I feel like it was a good pick. I almost want to feel that way too, though, because it's solid. Man. I, I just, I, I don't think it's that solid, man. I, I think, solid. I don't think he's that. No, I don't think he's definitely wasn't supposed to go this early. Dude, exactly. look with a name like Leatherwood, he's going to be a fucking champion, dude. I don't want to say round one offensive tackles don't usually work, but they usually don't work quickly. So it is going to take some time for this kid to develop. He's probably going to put it be. I don't. I can't imagine him being put at guard immediately, right? I honestly, I think that's why Green got him because uh, because he can move around because they used him everywhere in Alabama. Like they used him at all the position because kind of yeah, they did. And and I mean, they still have Denzel Good and they still have Richie Incognito. I can't believe he's still playing. But their left tackle is Colton Miller. So yeah, you're right. He is going to plug in at right tackle immediately. Um, I think it was an an immediate need. They still boys. I don't know if you know this. They only have Darren Waller as a tight end right now. I don't know if that's like their plan going forward. Um, but with he uh, caught every, he caught but, everything. But to be honest, though, with you, BZ, they did they <laughs> did just pick up John Brown and Willie Sneed um, at wide receiver. So I think like they at least have a full yeah. room there. They still have Renfro, still have Brian Edwards, still have Rugs, and those three will be your main guys. Um, I, I think they had to go offensive tackle. I don't know who they would have picked had he not been available. Um, but I think they kind of had, they probably would have gotten that kid Christian Dara saw that um, the Vikings picked up, but I think they had to go this route anyways. Like, I think they sort of forced themselves into it. All right. All right. All right. Duke, do you want to, you want to say anything on this before we uh, move on? I love the name Leatherwood and I will buy a fucking Jersey Leatherwood just to piss you off. Sean. I, will that shit. I know how much you hate Levatus, man. You know, He'll be an Alabama kid, so I'll kind of overlook it. Okay, well, that's fine. I'll get an ugly. Yeah, because, like, I don't have any problems with Jacobs. You know, it's just like, you know. I mean, you can't can't pick where you're drafted, you know. The boy needed to get paid. Speaking of people can't picking where they get drafted, unfortunately, Jones will be wearing the Patriots colors. That's ugly. And that's just hideous colors for the kid. Coming, coming from the Crimson Tide, the classic uniforms. I mean, the most one most beautiful uniforms in all the sports nights. Your American flag. Yeah, why don't you fuck off, you uh, communist well, fuck? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Marxist. I don't want to hear nothing from you. Yeah, why is it happy American? Oh, because they call us. No, because the they're red, white, and blue, like the color of our flag. Fuck, dude. Why, we won those colors from Bitten. It's so dangerous, man. I only support red, white, and blue. And then when the Celtics are good and in the playoffs, then I support them. You know what, man? Okay. It's just because he's Irish. And That's because you're Irish. But yeah, yeah true. He, look, I want to say this about Mac Jones before I hand over the moose, okay? 
because he's going to gush over everything. Alabama does not produce good quarterbacks. Word. Be wary. Be wary. Okay. We don't know about Tua yet. I love Tua, but we don't know how good he's going to be in Miami yet. Church. I mean, we just don't know. So please don't get on the hype train too soon because Alabama has always had a good fucking teams with Nick Saban. I mean, you got a running back. I mean, Devontae Smith was taken at number 10 by the Eagles, man. So Alabama always produces great talent. Now, can he succeed with no talent around him? I don't know yet. Man. We have the two best tight end set. He's got a sit yeah, bench, though. Yeah, dude, the tight end set is pretty good. We have a him. stacked like, running back room. We just amped up our wide receivers, who I can undoubtedly say are better than last year's. Well, yes. I'm not going to say great, but they're yeah. undoubtedly better. Listen, this. Everything looks great on paper, man. I got to see it next year, man. I just hope that Cam, I hope Cam would do the great thing and take this kid under his wing and show him how to be a professional. Because I still, I still believe that this is Cam's team and Cam still deserves a fucking chance to prove himself and learn that playbook. And now he has weapons. Like you say, things should be good for Cam. But this could be another Jason Stidham situation, man. I mean, Jason Sinem was way worse in college than this kid was. Was I'll just give him that. Yeah. Well, yes, there's true. But, I mean, again, dude, when you look at it, a lot of his plays where he got the ball to the wide receiver and the wide receiver scorched it down the field. Like, it, it, his numbers are very skewed. But that's that's why I don't like the pick of him because I know how Alabama does things. Like, he basically Alex Smithed his way into the NFL. I mean, I kind of like that even more about him. Like, he didn't even have to work for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding, of course. He's in the NFL now. Uh, but you know what? I hope the best for him. You know, he comes out of Alabama. Maybe he can be the first great Alabama quarterback uh, that we've ever had besides. Namath. Or Ken Stabler. Is that the other one? <laughs> I don't even know when he's no, from. We have we have we have not we have not brought out a lot. Uh, but let's go. Uh, we got. Well, hold on. Can I fucking here. break down my draft pick real quick? Oh, oh. Is, oh that, God, is that okay God, with you? You guys just want to slam me all night? No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's okay, Beasy. I know it's. Listen, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's been a long week already. I get it, buddy. Um, as far as Mac Jones, so I knew we weren't going to trade up. Um. I wanted to get Justin Fields. I won't lie at all. That's who I wanted in the draft if we were going to get somebody. Um, however, I like Mac Jones because um, he is he's a proven winner. I know it doesn't mean much, but he's a proven winner. He wanted to go to the Pats, um, and I think he'll work his balls off. And the guy got two DUIs. And I got to say, gentlemen, those mug shots are spicy. Those <laughs> Mac Jones has two DUIs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'm all in, dude. I'm all in. Um, I'm not worried. He didn't hit any pregnant women, so I'm not worried about it. Um, uh, sure, allegations are just as bad. Um, what I will say about okay. the, the Patriots situation now is that this is Cam Newton's offense. I fully believe in Cam until he can't throw the ball again. And then I'm Mac Jones all year, baby. I'm fucking all in on this white boy. Like I am, I am all in on this chubby little milk bag looking fuck. I mean, he. 
That's that's what you're going after, yeah. there, dude. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So right now, Duke is showing his. I believe that was his second DUI. The first one, he was crying in the photo, and it's it's. I mean, it's really bad. Yeah. Dude, that's like the number one rule, man. You don't cry. I mean, you like, especially, you know, when you'll get bailed out immediately. Don't go, people, don't go crying when you go into jail. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Mac Jones is like a lacrosse looking bastard. So I don't think he was like comfortable in whatever jail he was in in Alabama. Um, Dude, any county jail is yeah, fucking I'm awful. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, county is not the best place to be in. But you know what? We'll see if hey, he enjoys, uh, Maybe. you know, the jails of. Um, I'm still excited. Boston. I'm excited regardless. Right. And I, I believe in the future of this team. Go Pats. Do the meta, do the Meadowlands have nice, uh, nice facilities for DUIs? Do the where? The Meadowlands. Meadowlands. <laughs> I thought he was talking about New York and New Jersey. Yeah. He, that, that, that boy would not All do right. well in Sing Sing. All right. Well. Let's let's move past some of these boring picks. The Jets made a pick for an offensive guard. Great. Chargers did probably the only thing we expected them to do, get something for the offensive line to help their young quarterback. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, really nothing was dysfunctional with the team, really more so than the coaching. Like, they kept winning games and then losing them at the end. So I don't understand. You know, like, the Chargers really should have been a better team. I think they just had some some youth and uh, coaching problems. Uh, they also have a nice little boring pick with the uh, the Cowboys. You know, I just I guess you know you take what's available and what's good. You know, but let's get into pick number eleven, everybody. For the first time, I think in my life, there will be a man of African American descent under the helm in Chicago. I guess they finally watched any given Sunday or any of the footage of any black quarterback that's ever beat them and thought maybe we can get one too. Why does that have to be about race, man? Maybe he's just a good kid, man. If you look at the Bears quarterback, <laughs> wait, time, time out. They have never had a brown man. I mean, they these motherfuckers had Mike Glennon in there for a few years, that pencil neck looking bastard. Yeah, so like they were they were determined to not have anyone brown. But now they have decided against uh, bad look, man. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't have gone Justin Fields though, just because I don't trust Ohio State. But he's the best that was there right at that point. And you know what? He seems to have a head on his shoulders, unlike, you know, I want used to be in the strip club all the time, homie from Washington. You know, like we Brian Haskins, yeah. yeah. Like there's a different it seems like a different personality. I believe so too. Yeah, and everyone's saying like he's the next Dwayne Haskins. That that might be a little bit racist. Um <laughs> hey, no, like Dwayne Haskins, man, he he did not fuck it up like Panda did, because at least Haskins played a little bit. Now he's with the Steelers, so I mean I think uh, I think Tomlin I think Tomlin can straighten the kid out, dude. That's all. Sometimes, man, I mean, that kid was just wild, dude. I mean, we're all wild. It's true. He was wild, and he was in an organization that was just as wild. I mean, when you hear that, like, through the corridors that your owner is pimping. Probably pimping them to him, to be completely honest with you, too. 
Uh, you know, you know, it's probably true. So if you see that this is a- occurring, where do you find the morals? You know, yeah, regardless, you- um, Justin Fields, I know a lot of people question his mechanics, but he is he is a good quarterback, man. He's got he's got a good head on the shoulders. I feel like he's a he's a fairly decent player. Um, I don't know if he'll I mean, he he might play right away, but they already put out. The, they might put Are out the you post hitting me. You, you said do you think do you think it's right a shoe in? Yes, he's dude. So for the fourth, so for the fourth time in literally like six and a half months, or uh, probably twelve months at that point, the Bears will have tweeted QB one about four different players. Uh, Well, to be fair though, they will do a quote a QB competition at camp, but I don't see a problem with Justin Fields winning his competition because. Yeah, the raw talent is just better than what Andy and this ain't Andy Dalton back in his prime. This is Andy Dalton after concussions. After right. the, a serious concussion. I mean, my man looked like he was gonna die on the field that day. Like, if they could have given me that footage in any given Sunday, it would have been more jarring. Yeah, true. There was like, some pretty yeah, jarring ooh. footage in that movie, regardless. But um also be easy right, to that, to your knowledge, yeah. I did end up watching it. Um he watched it while we're doing this podcast. Is all. Um, it that doesn't matter. You know yeah, what? That's yeah, semantics. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you Marxist. Um, <laughs> what I want to say, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just love guns and weed. Um, what I will, <laughs> I just love guns and weed, man. What I will say about Justin Fields, um, and uh, what I will say about the Bears, more importantly, is that they have fucked up every single QB position in like the last ten plus years. So I'm confident that Mac Jones was the right pick solely due to that. Um, but no, I think Justin Fields, I've been watching him since he was in high school, since he was in that documentary, and he's just a good player. He's just he's just all business, seems like. Not a shred of emotion on that kid's face any time of the day. Um, so I think he'll do great in Chicago, but I'll tell you what, he doesn't do good quick. They are going to eat him alive just like they did Trubisky, so... Hopefully, hopefully he does well. But here's the thing: I think he'll do well because he's used to that weather. A, you know, like that's fair. Yeah, Columbus, Chicago, Chicago is windier, but it will be pretty much yeah. just as cold. Oh, it's gonna be nasty. Like yeah. first month will be good, but after that, come uh, October, it's gonna get cold. But, yeah, but he played in nastiness in Ohio too. It's not like he was playing in Florida. Right. Right. But what, what I'm saying is just from the fan, from their fans perspective right now, dude, first of all, they are mad. They are an angry fan base and this just made them so much happier. And I hope they give Justin Fields some time because I do think he'll be a great quarterback. I don't think he'll need too much time. He does come from football pedigree. I mean, he is coming out of Ohio state. It's not like he's coming out of like North Dakota. Name, name the last you great know, Ohio State quarterback. What's up? Name the hey, last. Actually, great I would Ohio actually State. have more stake in the modern world in an Alabama quarterback than Ohio State quarterback. And I'm not just saying that because we got one. Yeah, it it seems like they're just like rotating doors. They're just like one in, one out, man. Like I can't think of the last. Um, Tyrell Pryor, who got like the. Oh, shaft. wasn't EJ Manuel there too? Wasn't EJ Manuel? Uh, I'm fairly certain he was. 
I think you might be right. Yeah, like it's not a great look. But I mean, you know what? Again, Pri- could Pryor be a race had, thing. So I don't want to say. Had a great. Pryor is still having a good NFL. It's not a race thing, man. This is a school thing. I mean, colleges are paid to pump out NFL product. Alabama pumps out NFL product. I okay. So I think EJ Manuel actually went to Florida well, State, State, but I thought he was at Ohio. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's not. Okay, that that sounds that sounds right. I was like, I, I couldn't see him in a jersey in in college. So I was like, definitely, definitely, one hundred percent thought he was at Ohio State. Sorry. Okay, so that makes a little more sense because I was like, I would have thought I would have heard his name at Ohio State. Ohio State's just not impressed, man. Great, they do great defensive players. They have great defensive players. I'll tell you that too. They they produce good defense and they actually produce a lot of good offensive linemen. Honestly. I think too because they play in a weak ass schedule in a Big Ten. Is that why the quarterbacks suck there? Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's not the, it's not their fault though that the rest of that division or their I guess their college division just like fell off the map. Like Michigan just hasn't produced proper talent for them in the longest, dude. Like I mean, this is top Brady, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> really, it has been since like the early nineties. Well, Taylor Wan though was threat to them. Yeah, that Taylor Wan was only the last good player out there that too. So. So, but either way, dude, like I am excited to see what he's going to do. Uh, hopefully the Bears will get better. I mean, they haven't been really a threat since Cutler. And then they, you know, that's. I mean, I think they found their guy. Uh, I love Cutler, man. They they do have some good stuff now. Now let's go back to another powerhouse school with the, the Heisman Trophy winner getting picked. Good old number 10 by the Philadelphia Eagles. That's going to be Mr. Smith from Alabama wide receiver uh, going to play kind of with someone he's played with before uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, they didn't play with each other at the most recent season, but there was a season in which they did get a chance to have some time together. So there will be mild familiarity, not immediate, but some familiarity. Uh, I think that's what the front office for the Eagles are hoping for. Uh, we'll go first with Duke Duke. This pick here, I actually think, is one of the best the Eagles have probably ever done in recent memory. Uh, <laughs> but how do you feel about it? Uh, Eagles, great pick. You got rid of Carson Wentz. You know, that was probably the best move they did. So he can't stink up Devontae Smith. I like this kid. He's going to probably be a great wide receiver in the league. Um, I think it's funny. that well, He's going to be a good slot receiver. And let's be honest. You need a good slot, man. Well, well, let's be honest. Hertz is not going to be your guy bombing it down the field. He, he probably needs to have a good slot, man. If they can work on like a little Edelman situation with the two of them, I mean, they can get down the field. True that. True that. I like it, man. I really do like this kid. Uh, he, I think, I, I think Alabama produces some great offensive weapons like Julio Jones. So, you know, I think it's a good pick, man. Yeah. They can get some wide receivers out of there. That ain't no doubt. Uh, Moose, this pick. How uh, yeah, it's. A, I mean, they needed this. They absolutely needed this. Jalen Rager last year. I still think he has some time to go. I'm not going to write the book off on him yet um, at all. I still think he has some great potential. But for Travis Fulgham to be your best player, that's just not showing a lot in your ability to build a team. Um, and I know it's the deep round picks that get you going. But like towards the end of the year, I feel like they barely even used Volgum after using him for half a season. He was doing lights out. So is it a play calling issue? Is it a drafting issue? I'm not sure. But Devontae Smith is a fantastic football player. He definitely needs to beef up a little bit. 
at six foot, he definitely needs to get a little bit bigger. I think he can keep his speed while putting on a little bit of weight this season. Um, but overall, I mean, the kids, I mean, we all saw it this year, oh, didn't we? The kid was, was crazy good. They, they all get the needle moose. They all get the needle. All right. So here's, I mean, I'm real quick though. I just want to put this in perspective. Julian Edelman was 5'10", 200 pounds. Uh, he was a stocky dude. I don't think Devonta Smith will ever be that stocky, but he definitely just needs some weight. That's all. All you need sure. is the needle, baby. Sure. That's what Edelman needs. Legalize right, it. So, 420. Legalize it, homie. <laughs> or find the masking agents that Edelman used. You can talk to him. You know, he'll help you out. Edelman right, will. So, so yes. now the now things get a little strange. Um, we're going to start talking about some of these picks that just are, are baffling, baffling. The Denver Broncos, a team that was like, I need a quarterback. Well, they didn't get a quarterback. They still don't have a quarterback right now. They're scrambling to somehow try to figure out how they can get Aaron Rodgers. What they decided to do with their pick at number nine, not get a wide receiver to maybe possibly help out your poor crappy lock. Uh, you go and get a cornerback. Uh, you pull you, you pull a Green Bay. You you go and get some more defensive help on a team that I'm gonna be honest with you ain't really struggling that much on defense. Now, yes, you do get gashed quite often by Patrick Mahomes, but that's just one dude. You know what I'm saying? If you're building everything around being afraid of one guy in the NFL, I don't know how you're gonna really build a team that's going to do anything in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Uh, Moose, what do you think about this? Pick? Yeah, sorry there. I had a little bit of trouble with my mic. Um, Pat Sertan is a really good cornerback. Um, and I'm not saying that he's not well, a they good pick, quarterback. They picked a wide receiver I'm in the first saying, round last year. I, I know. I'm saying there's other things. I mean, that the Denver Broncos might have been the hardest offense to watch last season. Hands down, like almost worse than watching the Jets yeah. try to move the ball. And they still decided to go it was defense. Awful. It was like, uh, it drew lock, dude, really. I think that's like, part dude, of the problem like, for it, sure. It was, it was, that's part of the problem. But when you have an offense that I'm, I'm not saying they were, they were damn near unwatchable. And you go and get more defense, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry, dude. Like I, I, I am. I was baffled. Yeah, game. I wouldn't necessarily disagree. Um, I definitely think that they had some trouble um, down the line. I don't quite know. Be easy if I if I would put them as unwatchable because I had to watch the Patriots week in and week out. Oh, dude. Well, that they were pretty unwatchable. I would rather watch. You really need to go back. And I watch could probably some of those name games. Nine, at least, at least eight or nine teams that were way worse to watch. And the Steelers are there, the Bears are there, the Bengals are there. The they absolutely were, were. Worse to watch. dude. They got like three. They got like three hundred twenty yards a game or something. It was fucking horrible. They just had a few. They just had a few huge games, but overall, all right. I- I, I don't know if you you'd still need. I mean, I did. I did. They have a really right, talented but, offense, but they can't get it together. I don't think Drew Locke necessarily was locked in, so to speak. I, I don't know if I can speak that way because the kid's still young. 
But I mean, I, I also think coaching has a huge part to play in it. I really hope we see Teddy Bridgewater this year. Um, I think he would electrify that offense, but yeah, maybe he can get the ball to Jerry. Yeah, I, I am a bit surprised though. But but you uh, know what, Beasy, looking back on the Broncos, man, the late two thousands Broncos who were always dangerous. We always had to play them in the playoffs, and that was like one team that I did not look forward to playing every single year. And the reason was because their defense was so fucking stout. Um, and and I think they're trying to get back to that mantra. Is that the way the league leans now? Probably not. Probably not. We like. Defense wins yeah. championships. Defense does win championships, but if your offense doesn't look like they can find their way out of a right. paper bag, homie. Let, like, let's not forget, too, and I think I'm giving them a lot of benefits of doubts, but they are a very young offense. I mean, they like don't Cortland have, Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, yeah, Noah Fant, Drew Locke. I mean, that's your... They have no backfield. Melvin Gordon, back yeah, and Mike Boone, last and Royce year. Freeman, yeah. They did nothing last year. Their wide receiver core is young. Their tight ends. Well, timeout. They did just draft Javante Williams, though, and he's filthy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is really good. Take that, but like, yeah. So we're. Yeah, I mean, for them not to see, I think the problem is. I just feel like there needs there needed to be more. I I get that, and they could have definitely gone after. Devonte Smith, if they wanted to, um, they could have definitely gone after right. Rashad Bateman or Kadarius Tony. I get it. Because what what would have been the problem of having Judy and Smith? They they played together already. They've already yeah. done this. Yeah, before. no, I can't. I can't argue with they, your logic you at all. I just think Pat Sertan was like one of those situations where he was the best talent on the board at that time. And I think their defense is like fucking trash too. To be honest with you. I mean, but they did pick up Kyle Fuller, so it's not even it's not even guaranteed that Pat Sertan plays right away, which is kind of weird. Um, he has to get some fucking time though, because like he's, I mean, he's good, but we'll we'll see, we'll see. But I, I don't disagree with your logic. I think there's a lot of teams in this draft that went defense that could have, you know, definitely gone offense. Right, like another team that should have gotten Smith are the Panthers. They don't have any wide receivers besides more. I mean, Anderson will hopefully give you another good season, but he's only yeah. given you. He did have a, he did have a great year. Far. I think they just used him right last year, but exactly. But he's only had yeah. one good then, on. And then they have so David. Far. Moore. So like you yeah. can't David Moore is that. like a yeah. fill in player. He's a, he's, he's a glue guy, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So what, what, who, who's catching balls, you know, like, so you could have gotten somebody in there like Devonte Smith to, I, I'm just baffled at it. Yeah, they did have some issues, but like you're now probably going to be relying on Darnold. Let's give Darnold some help, right? Oh, absolutely. But uh, Jalen Waddle went before uh, Devontae Smith, man. I was shocked. I didn't realize that. Waddle, yeah, Waddle yeah, is yeah. the I better mean, immediate be player. He's, he's bigger. He's faster. Well, not so much bigger, but he's... He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's a Tyreek Hill 2.0. He is, he will, he will be that good if Tua can get him the ball as quickly as Mahomes does, which is yet to be seen. But I'm not surprised with this pick, Beasy. And I'll tell you why is because the Carolina Panthers have always gone defense first. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter who the coach is, the ownership has always just wanted defense, 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 defense. Um, and, and JC Horn gets an immediate spot 
on a team that struggled last year. Um, he gets an immediate right or left cornerback spot. doesn't matter, but he's going to be up there with Dante Jackson, and Jeremy Chin. I think this solidifies their defense a little bit more than it did last year. They still have, you know, uh, Shaq Thompson um, and a few other guys. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not surprised with this pick. No, it's true. I'm not surprised either. I'm just, I just don't understand why teams. I know, I know, and you know what? Too, we live in such an offensive world in football now that it's surprising that. I mean, I told you, I told you guys both the week before. I I was gonna bet money that there was not a defensive player taken in the first ten picks, like at all. I also think a lot of people were gonna trade up. I thought a lot more teams were gonna trade up to the top ten, but that didn't happen. Well, oh man, man, I like the pick, man. You know, gives uh gives the Panthers, you know, hopefully a shutdown corner is what they need. He has raw talent. He's not completely finished yet, but like the moose said, it gives him immediate spot on the team. It's true. A and years. I just sometimes I'm just surprised when you know a team needs wide receivers and they just like, nah, we're just gonna still do the defense thing that we always do. And it's just like it, you do need shut down corners though, man. If he truly, like they said, Bucky says he could be a shutdown corner, then man, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Beavis Island, dude. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a bad pick. I'm just, I'm just sometimes surprised that when people you want to see what Donald don't need no help, man. Donald's okay because he's gonna he sucks anyway, dude. So it doesn't matter. They're gonna, get rid of, they're gonna get rid of him in a couple years. They will build a defense. No, they're gonna they're gonna be like, let's give the boy another year. Dude, no, after they win three or four games this year, they're going to be in the top three single quarterback. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, speaking of quarterbacks and protecting or helping them, the Lions decided to help baby hands. They went with an offensive tackle coming out of Oregon. Actually, a very well-spoken gentleman, I believe. At least I remember his interview. I think I do. Uh, The guy seems like he's going to be doing well for him. Uh I just don't know if baby hands is going to do well for him. Six five, three thirty one, yeah, thirty-three and a half, uh, yeah. thirty-three inches. So yeah, thirty-three and a fourth inches arms. Damn, dude. His hands are ten. Speaking of hands, his hands are ten inches and three eighths. Is that bigger yeah. than baby? Definitely. It's probably he definitely bigger than baby hands. Uh, he should probably throw four baby hands. But anyway, uh, we're gonna. <laughs> I like the the pick. Um, the Lions usually, you know, when they're like kind of mid top, they usually pick weird like this where they're like, we, we got to fix a problem and we'll fix it. And they seem to try to work that in. I'm not mad at them skipping over a wide receiver or two to get something to help the line. Uh, they do have at least one good wide Ooh. receiver. They can kind of, they still have uh, nope. Galloway or did he? They have Tyrell oh, Williams, Brashad Perriman, and Quintez Cephas. Oh. Oh, and Khalif and Khalif yeah, Raymond definitely. from the Titans. I actually love that little dude, but Yeah, damn. They no. don't have anyone. But dude, well Raymond Raymond could come up and be a third guy, but No, I mean Brashad Perriman, I'll give him that he had a few good seasons with a very struggling Jets offense, so it could prove to be pretty good. But what I'll say about this pick. And he did have a he had a couple of games where he had well over 100 yards. So, like, you know, if he can be the number one guy, maybe. He can right. Um, what I will say, though, and Tyrell Williams had his games in in, uh, in Vegas. 
What I will say about this pick, man, is that they just got a head coach that told everyone he wants everyone to bite the kneecaps off of players. We cannot be. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the, the war room, but they could have not been more excited for this kid. Um, I'm not surprised at all that they went and did this. Um, it really, honestly, they probably should have gotten a wide receiver. But when a when a talent like this drops to the, you know, to the seventh pick, I think they just felt like we got to take this kid like he will. He will protect our quarterback because before that, I mean, uh, they don't have much on offensive line, man. Like as much as they're off, you know, their wide receivers are struggling. This offensive line was struggling. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not too surprised. Biting the kneecaps off of people. Penny Sewell 2021. All right. Well, now baby hands will be more protected. And that's really the, the important thing of all of it. Um, as mentioned earlier, uh, at the sixth pick, the Dolphins picked uh, the other wide receiver coming out of Alabama and Waddle. Uh, again, good pick up there. I'm not mad at it. Uh, but then another wide receiver picked right before it, Chase, coming out of uh, LSU. I mean, really, I think you could have gone either way with those two picks. I don't think. I mean, it's just, I guess, preference at that point. I mean, I don't think either one of those wide receivers was much better than the other one. Uh, you just have to see, I guess, what happens down the road. Uh, but then we got the number four pick, Pitts. Guy that people were thinking could be a little higher. Uh, but fell <laughs> down. Well, I think, I, think you're, uh, I think this one kind of fits on the fact that, like, you were right that Pitts was going to go to the Falcons because – he was the best talent on the board, and the other three teams were just focused on quarterbacks. So there's no other right. Like he was the Chase Young so, of any position in this draft, and I fully believe that. Right. So it was just like if you don't want this position, then you're going to fall down. But if you are just like, well, I don't want any. I, I could use yeah. this. Yeah. Um. Also, to to note, um. The Falcons did not pick up Hayden Hurst's uh, fifth-year option for next year, so he will be he will be a free agent in 2022. So this is the guy for the future, and this offense, I will say, is going to be fucking electric if Matt Ryan can keep his own head out of his ass. Oh, you lost nope. your mind, Matt. Matt nope. Ryan. Ryan's time has come and gone. I said, uh, no, you heard what I said, though. With the caveat that Matt Ryan can actually fucking play football still, this offense, honestly. If you can't get it done with Julio Jones. Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts. um, You still have Mike Davis now at running back. Cordero Patterson. Like, this fucking team is filthy, dude. On paper, this team is fucking filthy. It will be sad. I will cry for football. Yeah, dude. Uh, look, I just do not have that much faith. I thought Arthur Smith was going to go QB, but if Pitt, I thought Pitts was going to go higher. I can't believe Zach Wilson got taken at number two. You knew they were going to get a quarterback once they got rid of Darnold. Like, you knew that's what they were I know, doing. dude, but still, it's like you could have found Journeyman and just started rebuilding. I, I, I think they should have gone Lance myself if over Wilson. I don't know what the appeal of Wilson is I don't know if it's because they think he's the next coming of Steve Young somehow but I I didn't see anything on on any tape that just was like this is the guy that needs to be picked number two I'm not saying he I'm not saying he's Daniel Jones bad 
but like I just I'm not quite understanding the thrill of him. I I, I just I don't understand um, Jets, but I like Kyle Pitts. I really thought San Francisco could have taken him. Um, like I said, I just that's just bad. I think the Jets, the Jets should have taken him. Here's the thing: the Jets could have gotten him at two. They had another pick later on. I mean, like the Jets are going to ruin whatever quarterback they. Get. Oh, always, so, man. The so Jets, like, dude. so just like get a quarterback later somehow. It doesn't it's, matter. Uh, so Zach Wilson's is just another Sam Donald 2.0. Probably. I mean, I don't I don't see this guy. I mean, they, got, they got Corey Davis up there now. Woo. Uh, baby hands. Now we got baby face. Right. I don't see him going into a situation that's going to be something he can pull a team out. of. You know, I don't know, dude. I, I got to be honest, and I'm not saying it's because of all the guys they've picked up, but Robert Salah is no joke of a coach. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying that he is the organization. That's fair. I mean, they still don't. Sometimes there's nothing. There's nothing right. They still. For I don't. It's yet. It's yet to be seen, dude. Like they don't really have. Here's the thing, dude. Uh, my thing is this, dude. I feel like, from what we were told and seen, the better arm was probably with Lance anyway. Like, I don't know why they skipped over. I mean, because Lance was clearly a good enough talent to be picked third. You know. He probably could have been picked second, probably should have been. His arm was a better talent. I, I just don't. And, and if you're making yourself look good coming out of some garbage like Oh, North please, Dakota, dude. It's Carson like, Wentz, you know, man. Come on. Carson Wentz, dude. I mean, I'm not saying Trey Lance is any Carson Wentz because I don't think he is or will be. You, yeah, but like, but I'm just saying when you become talent out of nowhere, you usually. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I'll I give mean, you that. Tony, Tony Romo came out of nowhere. Ben Rock, Northern, Northern Illinois. Illinois. I was going to say Eastern. That's where Jimmy G came out of. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, Ben Roethlisberger came out of Miami, Ohio. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, like when you come out of the middle of nowhere schools sometimes, you're usually going to get the better quarterback because he, I mean, hell, what's his name? Came from Wyoming. Uh, Allen, dude. Like, that's not a, you come out of these schools that don't have people like that coming out of there. I mean, like even Jake Cutler came out of Vanderbilt. If you are the best out of a university that doesn't just have a revolving door of talent, you're probably getting the best that they've produced ever. You know? But I agree with John. I think the Jets should have taken uh, Trey Lance. I think it's more upside. Uh, Birmingham Young is not the powerhouse school either, so... I don't know. It's just, it's just like I just felt like they could have gone with a solid pick and taken Kyle Pitts and just maybe, I mean, if they really wanted Zach Wilson, man, maybe Zach could have fallen all the way to. He wasn't falling, dude. No, he he wasn't no, going to no. fall at all. He wasn't going to. He he wasn't going to fall that far. Like he would have fallen maybe to the Bears. I think I think the 49ers would have absolutely taken him had he been the one. I think Mac Jones was a smokescreen for everything. No, no, no. I don't think anybody really wanted Mac Jones. I don't now now that I look at it, because again, homie might have won the Heisman, but they were like, dude can't throw the ball. And I was thinking to be like, yeah, he can't. Like he just got it to guys who were close and they did the rest of it for him. Um so 
Yeah, I think he. I think he's a man of smoke and mirrors. Hopefully, not for you, uh, Moose. Uh, no, no, man. Maybe Belichick. Maybe the hoodie can bring the power of the dark side. Hopefully so, because he because he seems like smoke and mirrors, but he does protect. He the does. Ball well, we he does. Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, he man. The not, guy, the kid. Get... I saw him throw a pass last year. Okay, like it Alex was a cross said. field. It was across the hash marks and it was like a 35 yard play. And I was like, okay, this kid, this kid could play right away. Whether he's going to be great, that's a different story. And I think the same story goes for Zach Wilson. The kid can obviously throw the ball. He's obviously got some talent. He's fairly small, but you know what? Like maybe the kid can play now. And again, I mean, he's 6'2, 214. He's got to pack on some weight. He has to pack on some weight. I feel so. Bad. I mean, he has to pack on some weight, right? Like it's. He's going to the Jets. He's gonna get. It's just over. For him. <laughs> That's so Before sad. I mean, like, it's like I remember watching um, the draft, the the clips of it. I didn't get to watch it live, but uh, Rich Eisen was saying, "Yes, and here's Zach Wilson. Is he the future, the savior of the Jets that we've been looking for?" And I was just like, "Yeah, this is Rich Eisen, lifelong." Jets fan, 50-something years old. Yeah, he's lost faith. Jets are done, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't see this being what they needed because, again, Lance is a bigger body, bigger arm. I think that's what you needed to go with, especially you're playing in New York. I don't, Wilson's going to get eaten a lot. I just, dude, he is like his baby face, dude. They're going to, they're going to rip him, dude. A new app. Yeah. I just, I'm so, the media is just going to go to town. Like, oh, what is this little high school kid leading the Jets? That's I I mean, it's, it's, it's got a headband for Christ's sakes, dude. It's like, you ain't got no long hair, dude. Okay. Lose the headband, dude. You're not fucking 1980s, dude. I feel like this is Sanchez all over again. Like someone just tossing this man to the Jets just to get destroyed before he even has a chance at the NFL. And then number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, everybody. Obvious pick. Everyone knew it. The man beat Alabama his freshman year. Uh, so we kind of knew he was good. We kind of knew he was going to be making his way into the NFL as an early pick. Uh, going number one, joining Urban Meyer. Uh, and also going to be joining uh, one of his teammates, and uh, he's going into a pretty good situation. With that being said, gentlemen, we do know that the Jacksonville Jaguars did not do so hot last season. Uh, mainly that's why they got the number one pick. But with Fucking that being Jaguars, said, man. They, they won one game. Are we thinking they're going to win... Over under seven. Let's let's uh, let's first go with the moose here. The moose. Now there are some changes in their division. Um, you have now Carson Wentz, who is an outright disaster to football. He's going to be at the Colts. Not a lot of changes of any real note happening with the Titans, but they do have a little extra defense possibly coming in. Now also, don't forget. They have the Texans who just don't seem to care about football. Now, <laughs> now with that being said, that's being said, what do you think? Uh, that's a, it's a great question, man. Um, I'd go under. I'd go under. Looking at the teams they play, it's very close, but looking at the teams they play next year, 
I mean, obviously they have Tennessee twice, Colts twice, Houston twice. Houston, you can lock in for two wins, I think, pretty much. Um, but then they play the Bills, the Dolphins, the Pats. I think they could maybe squeeze one win out, and I'd have to say it'd probably be my Patriots if they were to get a win there. Uh, but again, we own Jacksonville, so I am not worried about a fucking thing. Uh, we also play them in New England, so I'm assuming that will be a late year game. I don't think that'll be early. And then they play the Jets. Uh, that's an if. It's an if. It's an if and take. Like it, it could be a win or a loss. Like I just don't know. And then they play the you know the Seahawks, the Rams, like the Bengals. I, it's going to be a tough season for them. I don't necessarily know. I think they can get to seven games. I think they have the talent on paper to do it. And if Trevor Lawrence is who everyone says he is and everyone thinks he is, I think they can do it, but they're still a young team and they have a long way to go. All right. Under seven from the moose. We're going to now go to Duke who I'm assuming is going to say under seven. I don't know why he would ever say, I think he will say all of the teams in his division will be under seven games because that he that's what he wants and hopes that his team goes undefeated. But we'll see if he'll be real with us today. Five wins. Five that's wins. It. That's it. Now let's squeak two against the Texans. Maybe pull a couple off somewhere here and there. And maybe oh, you know they got one against you guys. You guys yeah, we always split. Yeah, we split. <laughs> that's just tradition, man. That's what we do. That's just tradition. We split it, dude. You can't I, have a football season without the Jaguars and the Titans. Yeah, no, but we had it. Well, we broke that streak last year too, so we're good. But I say about five wins. Um, I just don't believe in Urban Meyer. I just don't see him coming in. He's a college guy, coach. I understand all these kids are young, but they're still gonna be grown ass men getting paid. So I just don't I don't see him really rallying up the troops and doing much of anything at all. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I just uh, I don't know, man. I don't think that they have what it takes to get over that hump uh, to get to. I mean, I guess it would be seven and ten this year. Um, they do have the extra game. I you know, if I had to really be honest with you, I'm feeling it's going to be an even seven. I think they're going seven and ten. That's why I picked seven, just to see what you guys would go, you know, up or down. But, like, yeah, if I had to go one way or the other, I'm going to go under. I just don't feel like they're going to get eight or nine wins. Right. I think I they'll just, be good someday. Unless, but Unless there's a lot of injuries that are not, uh, you know – something that I would know immediately as an Oracle, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, like if you have some top players go down on some of these teams that they're going to be playing against, you know, like if Burrow doesn't make it through another season, you know, maybe they you know got an easy one there in, in uh, Cincinnati, you know, because without him, they clearly don't have shit. Um, now there's other news that has happened in the NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers is displeased. Aaron Rodgers is a mad, mad man. And he doesn't want to play football for the Green Bay Packers. Now, there's been a few teams that have been brought up for, that might trade for him. There's rumor, the Washington team, who definitely would need him. Um, there's also teams like the Browns, who, you know, don't really believe in Baker Mayfield. And why should they? He really hasn't proven, proven himself yet. But the Titans are on there. And here with their view on the Titans, possibly taking Aaron Rodgers. We're going to go to Duke Thompson. Duke, your team is talking. What do you want to say about your team talking to Green Bay? 
um, this just goes to show how desperate we are for football at this time of year because there's no way in hell the Titans are going to take. Yeah, that can't be true if they are one of the seven. Who's this like you act game. like this is like written? Yeah, wait, stone, hold up, hold man. up. Who's the source? Who's the source here? What 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 is this from? Uh, this this it's an ESPN source that has brought this to our attention. Uh, it, it is an article right here. Uh, Barnell will, uh, Barnwell, excuse me, will list the. Oh God! Here we go, dude! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I know we're just, I know, I know we're just like kind of. Uh, what's what's the word? No, no. What's what's the word? We're entertaining the idea. Okay, 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 okay. I thought this was like a legitimate, like Adam Schefter. Song. Or is it the 22 teams Aaron Rodgers could possibly play for in 2022? This is not Schefter. This is just uh, this is some random. Wait, but is this is this proposals? It says teams. Oh, bro, this is this is ESPN Plus. I ain't got that shit. <laughs> you can fucking blow me ESPN plus yeah. my dick, dude. That's ridiculous. <laughs> right, right. But they did. But, they did. You know, they did, they did. Uh, mention on there some teams like again the Browns, the Titans, and the Washington Football Team. Those are ones that I kind of you know remembered. Took note. So of. okay, hypothetically, that if Aaron Rodgers, God forbid, comes to my fucking team. Does it make us a contender? Of course it does. Like we have a much better I mean better. offense hands down. You have a more accurate passer. It's not like he's too proud to play in Nashville. For God's sakes, he was playing in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. So you know what? I think that's gonna definitely be an upgrade for his ass. You know, so I don't he'll be playing in better weather. Honestly, I don't see any real downfall for this if he goes there because he will be going to a team that honestly would cater to everything that he needed. Uh, they'd be like, uh, yeah, we'll get you whatever you want, Mr. Rogers. We can't believe that you showed up here, you know? <laughs> uh, we, so, we wore the running for Brady last year, so I don't want to. Were you really? Yeah, they, we, they, were they you were FaceTimed her, man. We were, we were there. Dude. FaceTimed her. <laughs> I'm sure Brady was like, here, you can talk to my son, and probably went off and, like, made dinner. Uh, <laughs> we have footage of it, man. We have footage of it. Right. Okay, all right, fine. So, yeah. So if that did happen, I don't know how I would feel. I just don't think it would ever happen. I mean, what's the Packers want? Like two first round picks and Tannehill? I mean, like it'd be fucking nuts, dude. I mean, Tannehill would be re- reunited with LaFleur, but you know. Reunited and it feels oh, wait. Good. Was he reunited with him? Yeah, he was with LaFleur for LaFleur was there as an offensive coordinator for one year with him. For who? For Tanny? Yeah, right. Uh, was he? Yeah. That's right. It was the first year of Tannehill. He was there. Matt LaFleur. No, I think that was Arthur Smith's first year. Was when Marietta went down and Tannehill came in. Was that not LaFleur? So then LaFleur definitely was with him for at least one year then, right? Yeah, that was the year. Uh, damn. Because- 
Yeah, because that was the year we got play. hurt in the playoff game, and we had to win against the Colts, and he didn't play. Tannehill was not on Miami then. I mean, I'm sorry, he was not on Tennessee. That was that was the year before he came in. Lafleur, that was basically uh, Mariota's demise. Was Lafleur's first and only year with Tennessee? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you would have thought, but no, nope. All right, no overlap. Well, either way, I guess they can uh, finally be friends. So, yeah, so Tannehill, like, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, really, is everybody's going to bring that attitude out here? Man, I don't think it's going to happen. Let me bring that attitude to winning it's attitude. Be, it's winning attitude, man. Tannehill's got it done, man. You know, I mean, can he, can, can Roger, can Roger, beat my does what he, would, does he? We got AJ Brown. Yeah, he still looks scared out there. He still looks scared. Uh, yes, I mean again, yeah, this is all you know BS speculation. There's no real hoopla. But it's nice to get mentioned. I'll say. You said it's nice to get mentioned. Well, it's nice yeah. to get mentioned when people are taking us seriously. That's all. Even though uh, somebody did rank us as twenty third in the NFL power rankings coming up, so ooh, that's disrespectful. You know, hey man, every year they disrespect. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that means they put the Browns ahead of you, obviously, but that's kind of well. They put twenty-two teams ahead of us, dude. I don't think like. I mean, I can name probably at least fifteen teams I put above you guys. Damn, dude, disrespect. Fifteen teams? What do you mean disrespect? We just won a division last year. What are we? Time the fuck out. What are we doing here, man? The Tennessee Titans are up and coming. You will not speak slander of them. We have done that for too much time. You can you can have the Jets. You can have the Jaguars. You can have the goddamn Patriots. But you do not disrespect the Titans. I won't stand for it, man. I won't. I won't sit here and I won't sit here and let fucking Duke get hit in the dick again. Listen, they are a top 15 team. There's no doubt. Oh, I can't wait until we do rankings. I can't wait until we do two early season division winners. All right. I got to calm down. I think my wife's asleep. The Ravens are better. I give you that, dude. I just said top 10, dude. Like, not 23. The Saints. The Saints. Jameis Winston went 30 for 30 last time. He was a goddamn starting quarterback. I still, I'm, I'm. I still put James. What the fuck are we doing? What you're gonna make me wave? He said he got eye surgery. Oh, give me a fucking break, dude! I I got I got glasses. (laughs) It doesn't mean I got fucking score more goals in hockey. What are we doing? Uh, I'm coming after you, Beasy tonight. Uh, all right, all right. Well, let's see. Do we have any puppy dogs in twenty four or twenty four? Yes, twenty four is the week. Um, I have I have a. Uh, um, I'm trying to think if I have a puppy dog. It might just be be easy for me, and so fucking negative all the time. <laughs> I was being very positive about these other teams possibly. <laughs> that is fucking great. You're a glass uh, half. I am a glass is always full, no matter how much is in it. That's how much you got. Be easy, so you can take that to the fucking quote bank, my friend. Um, no, I do have a 34 of the war, uh, the 34 award of the week. Play the music. Yes. My 34 
award of the week goes to Najee Harris, um, the newly running back drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, hours before he was drafted, he stopped by the homeless shelter where he used to live in Richmond, California. Um, he held a draft party for um, and, and provided food for everyone that was in, intent, uh, in attendance. Um, I just think it's a really cool thing. Um, he lived there with his mother and uh, four siblings in a very tiny room. Um, and it was a, a homeless shelter, man. It's just like a really cool story. Like it's, it's, I mean, every kid wants to give back to their hood, so to speak, or to their community. Um, and he did that on the night he was drafted. And, and to be honest, being that late in the draft, I don't even know if he knew if he was getting drafted, like there was a possibility he didn't even get drafted. So a uh, big shout out to him. Uh, he's living the dream and, uh, helping people do it without even having stepped on the field yet. I'm sure a lot of people did similar things. You know, obviously, Quiddy Pay and his mom. That's a huge shout out to Quiddy Pay. Um, congratulations to his mom for retiring. But Najee Harris, well done. The entire football community stands behind you and is proud of you, man. Good shit. I have yes, a sir. 34 award. All right, Duke. Yes. Uh, yes, a passing of a, a football player who played in the oh. game a long time ago. Al. Jamison has died at age 33. He was an original member of the Houston Oilers. Actually, um, he only played in three NFL seasons, but his career was cut short due to back injury. The offensive tackle went to three American Football League title games, won two AFL championships, and earned three All-Pro selections and two Pro Bowl bids. So he was a part of the original Houston Oilers in 1960. So sad to see another legend pass away. Uh, Houston Oilers definitely remember the old people who came before you guys because it's important. All right. I think he wanted to throw in that little back surgery thing just to be spiteful. All right, folks, that's yet another episode of the Ricky Williams trilogy. If you'd like to find us on other media platforms, try to find us on social media through Twitter, Instagram, or, of course, you can find us on Facebook. Also, you can find us on YouTube and anywhere you like to listen to your podcast. And find us under anything under the FumbleRooskySports.com sports blanket where you can find such things as money mouth and hockey dreams and uh, any other podcast we start to put together. Oh, remember the Titans, um, all that stuff. Or tighten up. Or, or, or no, it's no flags on the field right now. Could be, it's going or, to be over the Titans or again. titties for the Titans. You know, any of these are titty, better names. Titty Titans. Titty Titans. Sounds like the weirdest strip club. All right. It's like everybody has to be dressed like a Greek god. All right. And that's basically the end of this episode. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to say before we sign off? Go Patriots and go, you beautiful DUI getting white boy that played at Alabama. We all got trust in you, Mr. Michael McCorkle Jones. Inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Uncalled for. Yes. And uh, go Titans. And um, yeah, people, be good to each other. That's all. Uh, all right. And of course, go Chiefs, led by the beautiful biracial Patrick Mahomes who did not receive a first-round draft pick this year due to the fact that we did go get some extra protection from him from the Ravens. Due to that, he will be able to raise his young child and make sure she gets to see her four years as a Texas Tech elite athlete.